I recently met somebody who became acquainted with me. I was at his job and I happened to strike a conversation with him. And I asked him what he liked about the job. He told me he didn't like anything about the job. I was curious. So I asked him what would he rather be doing. He said his goals and aspirations is to become an R&B singer. So I asked him, I said, what's holding you back from becoming an R&B singer? And he was honest enough to tell me. He said, I don't think I'm cute enough. I don't think I sing that good enough. He said, but I desperately want to become an R&B singer, which was a weird dichotomy for me because I was thinking to myself, how would you want to become something that you feel like you're not that good at? And so I gave him a proposal. I said, okay, if you make one song and bring it to me, I'll pay. As if I was downloading the song from Utah. As a matter of fact, I'll pay for a full CD for just one song. We had a long conversation and when we part ways with each other, I happened to meet him again a week after that. And this gentleman came with me. He was all excited. He said, listen, um, everything we spoke from the last time we discussed had, you know, motivated me to the point where, guess what? I said, what is it? He said, I'm back in the studio recording. I said, wow, that's nice. 23 years old, that's what you should be doing, doing the things that you love to pursue. But when we parted ways that day, I realized something. I realized that I'm actually not going to be able to ever listen to how he sings. Because he had a car accident on that day and every bones in his body was broken and from the prognosis of doctors are saying there's a possibility he might not even make it alive. And it got me thinking how many broken bones people walk around with because of lack of confidence how many dreams have been killed how many dreams have never been built how many companies have never been started how many books have never been written simply because most people feel like they're not confident enough to do these things which is why i want to dedicate this episode to talk about confidence ladies and gentlemen welcome to forget norms with mr fashino Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode seven of our podcast, Forget Norms. My name is Mr. Fashino. Uh, today is a special day on the show because I actually have a guest that I'll be introducing um, very, very shortly. The topic of confidence is something that a lot of people don't really discuss it in the light that I think is more helpful. Nine out of ten times when you listen to confidence, you always hear some of the fake or not fake or some of the the um, the brush offs of, of of how you know you're supposed to build confidence. Like for instance, you hear somebody tell you fake it till you make it or look the part. The, the the real question is what is really confidence? And one of the things that we're going to discuss, me and my co-host today, is going to be, you know, the causes of lack of confidence, first of all, and then we're going to discuss how much it affects you. And then we're also going to try to give you some tips and uh, um, on on how to become confident and the benefits of actually becoming confident. The first thing that I want to talk about before I actually bring my host is to really make a differentiation between self-esteem and confidence. A lot of people tend to confuse um, what confidence really is and what self-esteem is. I'm not going to give you the dictionary definition of confidence, but 
What I'll tell you is that confidence is really more so about the degree to which you believe in your abilities to produce better results. Meanwhile, when you keep doing those things, self-esteem becomes something where it's a holistic aspect of how you feel about yourself. This topic for me personally is dear because I witnessed someone who literally is suffering at this point and I'm hoping that he makes it. But if for some reason that ever ends up in a tragic situation, this is somebody who's going to take every goals and aspirations to the grave simply because he didn't feel like he was good enough. And then it's starting to make me to ask the question is, but who judges how good you are? Let me, first of all, let me do this. Let me introduce my guest to the show. So that way I'm not sitting out here ranting and you guys know me. I'll probably talk forever. Um, but I want to present somebody that I hold dearly to his ideas and, and stuff. And when I had the opportunity to do this show, I asked him if he want to come um, and present some of his ideas as well. So he can help us all. Mr. Chike Orlando. Welcome to the show, my brother. Thank you, Mr. Fashino, for having me. So, I mean, you've been sitting here listening to me talk, and I don't want this. Chike is not an interview. We're just going to have a conversation together. Um, talk to our viewers, you know, from your standpoint. I mean, just the topic of confidence. Just, just bring in some of the things that you feel like, you know, what does it mean to you and how do you feel about, you know, just even confidence in general. Let's, let's get your point of view. Oh, yeah. Thank you for having me here. Um, it's kind of interesting because it's we are going through uh, trying times uh, with this uh, COVID pandemic and confidence is something that people are actually losing by the day. It's like they're going to oblivion. True. So, um, but what I want to say is regardless of what uh, is going on, we still have to rebuild ourselves and be confident. I like the way you, you didn't want to give a specific uh, definition of the word confidence because sometimes it's, it's more, uh, it's collective, yeah. it's individual. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, it depends on the perspective. What are you looking at? Is it a team? Yeah. You guys, there's somebody who motivates, you are like a mentor. You, so there's so many situations where you talk about confidence, right? So it's a situation whereby you think you can produce. So now the people who wait for appreciation, who need feedback to move on. Okay. And when it comes in negative, you find them not moving on. Exactly. That's their war. They, they, they spend their whole uh, existence depending on what people say, people's opinions. Mm -hmm. They've made them, they've given them that energy, the, 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 the go ahead. Yeah. So, but when they don't find that, feedback has been positive yeah they feel like they're, they're not worth anything anymore so it makes them it makes them less confident yes interesting so therefore we we can we can therefore say one of the causes of confidence then is it, would it would it be like your childhood upbringing a lot more yeah sometimes it's uh i think it's that like they say charity begins at home okay uh parents actually i should say are the first uh, people to actually build a child's confidence, confidence because yeah. if a child grows up not being appreciated not being celebrated not even has no boosters from the parents coming up mm -hmm. growing and he realizes that he's a good for nothing because i i take for example i i was raised uh, uh in a contemporary african home okay uh i then i i have had the, the blessing to be in so many environments or societies where culture religion mm -hmm. and you know what we call societal norms yes they influence the the, the the confidence of that individual 
So at a moment where you don't have the the right appreciation or appraisal from society, from your religious uh, uh, spiritual leaders, you, you you feel like you, you're not worth anything. True. Yeah, so I think True. it starts at home. The, the child builds confidence from the way he's been carried by the parents. By the parents. So it, that's that's some sort of a, a mantle of leadership they pick from the parents. So when they don't get that appreciation, mm-hmm. they, they feel like it's not worth living anymore. So True. that's how they start getting depressive. They, 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 they become social introverts. True. Yeah. I like how you talk about norms because actually our show is forget, forgetting the norms. And I want to emphasize also that you're not breaking norms. I don't want you to break norms. If it works for you, that's fine. Correct. If if norms are fine, if 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 you're somebody who says, "I don't want to be ambitious. I don't want to. I don't want to aspire to be the best thing ever," then you might not necessarily need the confidence that it takes for somebody who wants to do that. So I like how you touched on the upbringing because I'm a firm believer of of that that phrase as well that says charity begins at home. Because I almost also believe that how a child is raised makes a lot into how they even dream. Correct. How they even, how they, like the, the eyes to which you see the world starts from the home in which you were raised in. Exactly. And so that really makes a big difference in that. So let's segue now into, since we're discussing that, it almost seems like we're talking about, you know, what are the causes of lack of confidence? Like what makes people lack their confidence? So if, if the home is one thing, what about somebody who grew up in a family home that, you know, the dad is successful, mom is successful, but for some reason they just can't find any reason to feel like their abilities are good enough to see any positive results. So what do you, I mean, what would we say that that person, what are the causes of his confidence or her confidence? What would you think? Um, you know, with uh, nowadays, you you find uh, kids who we actually term them spoiled brats, or maybe the they have everything at, at their feet, like the the Solomons, right? Uh, yeah. Solomon growing up as a prince had David give him everything, mm-hmm. but you still find them lacking. They're, they're like, they 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 are social misfits because that's the self. Okay. Emotionally, you find kids who you think they got everything that they, they need to make it in life, mm-hmm. but that person has a longing he wants to there's there's some kind of affection he's expecting from the parents okay so he might be intellectually he might be a smart kid he might you perceive him as smart but in him in his own person mm-hmm. he sees that he's not as smart as people think that's that's that the kind of individual self-confidence that people don't have that's crazy even when they have the potential I want to add this I think lack of confidence makes you just go in circles yes because there are a lot of people who don't either have value and don't recognize it or just don't even know where to start to quantify their value or qualify their value. And so on the surface, you look at them and say, oh, okay, he has everything going for them or she has everything going for her. But then why is the, the esteem so low? Or why are they not confident in this? It goes back to what you said in the beginning. Whenever we start to put the society ahead of anything, we start to lose our own personal value. It's almost like trying to do anything within your ability, but what you focus on is the results. Exactly. It is almost impossible for you to fix anything because you don't even know what your ability is. All you see is the fact that, oh my goodness, I did this, I did this, but I, I, did, I failed. 
So how do you now go back and start to say, okay, let me fix this, let me fix this? Because you've focused only on the result. What I also think could be a cause of, of confidence, which I think is a, is a key thing. A lot of us still have to deal with the aspect of a measure to what the next person is. Forget even just the general approval of society. Most people don't know the fundamental value of themselves unless they try to put it next to somebody else. That to me is one of the biggest mistakes anyone could make in terms of trying to find out whether they're confident or whether their abilities match the results that they want. I mean, would you would you add something to that if you have anything to add? Yeah, uh, what I would contribute to that is, uh, like you rightly said, if if you're trying to measure up with some other person, you want to be like that person. I know mentorship is allowed. Yeah, you could have a role model in your life. Yes. Uh, I what I look at it uh, from a point where you say continuous improvement, right? Yes. You're trying to be somebody. You have a look ahead. This is where I want to be at this time or this moment or this age of my life. But when you get there, don't don't be disappointed because maybe you have a friend who made it at 20 or 25. Then you think you're a failure. What you can only do is as a person, set your own standards. True. Try to be what you dream to become. Don't, don't be in another person's line of dream. You can't live some other person's life because you don't know what they go through. Yeah. They may look happy, but within them, they have their own uh, fights or, or battles. Yeah. It always bothers me when I see somebody who wants to be something and then they tell me that they don't feel like they're good enough at it. And I'm, I've, I, I would always ask them and I say, tell me if at 15, Tiger Woods was that good at golf. You know, tell me if at, at 12, Michael Jordan was that good at basketball. Tell me if he was even the number one draft pick in, in the NBA. Tell me somebody who on day one, is as good as he's going to be on day 10. So what I realized is that confidence, even for me personally, is that confidence is something that you have to keep building and only practice keeps you going. So, but most people I think have the expectations of that. Um, what I want to be five years from now, I should be as good as I should be today when I start. And I think that's something that the results will almost always shatter your confidence. So, and since we're discussing that, um, why don't we then, if we can, talk on some of the tips to help develop confidence? Like, you know, what would, what would you share with someone that if you had to, you know, like you talked about mentoring and stuff, which I think is a good thing. And I want to add to that before we can go into that because most people fail to understand the difference between learning from a mentor to develop your skills and copying your mentor's skills. It's, it's a two different thing when you learn from somebody and then you use what you learn from them to, de- to develop you as opposed to copying from them. That's why I always said, I don't know how people are able to say, you know, fake it till you make it. You can't fake it till you make it. If you fake it, you're going to keep faking it because it, psychology tells you it takes two weeks for you to form a habit. So if you form a habit of faking it, chances are you're going to be very good at faking. So even when you make it, you made it at fake. So you end up becoming a fake while leaving it. And life will always test your originality of something. So 
can we can we give some you know tips on tools that would help our listeners to become confident yeah i'm i would look at it from a point where the younger folks mm-hmm. should look at it from they should allow themselves to make mistakes okay that's a good because one. uh you're if you're trying to be the best okay what's your measure of best right yeah. Of the best. yeah who are you measuring who's the best that you think you can measure up to so i always like to say i want to be better true so every time you you inspect you do a check you ask yourself how can i get better okay and every time you ask yourself how you want to get better you are allowed for mistakes because you learn from this. From this mistake. It's empiricism. You you grow mm-hmm. as you fail. You fail fast to learn more. True. The the, the more you make mistakes early, mm-hmm. the less you avoid grievous mistakes. Okay. At the, at the tail end. I, I'll take I like it like it. a project, right? Okay. If you're doing if you're into a project, you want to fail and understand the constraints early okay. enough. Okay. As opposed to waiting for the end of the contract where you're about to like, okay, this is it. And you, you have a big a loophole. Okay. that you can actually patch that's that's one mindset because i think it has to it has to do with rewiring yourself if you're if you're an elderly person mm-hmm. why don't you just do a rewire you should change your thoughts and actions true so it's it's a mindfulness thing and meditation because if you if you can tell yourself i take you for example from a, a religious point of view okay where you 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 want to say trust no one but god okay and you have somebody who says you're good at nothing. Okay. Who who should you trust at that time? Yourself, because you are the image of God. Okay. And if you are the image of God, God is greatness. Mm-hmm. You tell yourself that you're great. You move, you walk, it's a work in progress. Okay. And I believe the reward of God. Because sometimes people don't reward you. They, 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 they wish you well and they hope you fail. Mm-hmm. That's that's the competitive mindset nowadays. Okay. People wish you well and they hope you fail. So you should have that mindset knowing that oh, this might be a failure point, but what what can I do to get better? So at every stage in your life, even when there's a criticism, tell yourself that there's a way to get better. Don't look like your insult. Don't look like a reproach. And 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 the funny thing about that is that if you really want to do that effectively, to add to Chike's point. You have to have a brutal honesty about your own personal assessment. You, you you cannot be honest with yourself and expect any type of personal change. But it, if you are brutally honest with yourself, it would almost be easy for you to start to learn and say, okay, mistakes are okay. I made a mistake at this place and I can fix this mistake and I can fix that. And the more you keep doing that, it helps you with your confidence. You also have to know how to choose your task wisely like you have to be able to know what your strength your weaknesses and your competence are for you to be able to choose your task wisely you can't be training to become a swimmer and you're taking volleyball classes yes you, you get like so mm-hmm. the day you get into the water to swim almost almost you know it's almost natural for you to not feel like i'm a good swimmer because you didn't practice to swim exactly. you practice to play volleyball so it's another thing where a lot of us are wanting to become somebody and we're afraid of doing it and so we end up doing something else but we leave with this whole thing it's like somebody who says i want to become a public speaker well start speaking in public well i don't even have the, the courage to speak in public then maybe you don't want to become a public speaker 
Maybe you want to become a silent somebody and then practice being silent. And and that that could be also something that you say, well, but there's no job that works in silence. And then you realize now that, well, in all honesty, do I really want to do this? I've always told people, I said, when you come to me and ask me for something, the first thing I ask is how bad do you really want it? Because necessity is the mother of all inventions. So if you really want it, then you'll find a way to do it. If you don't want it, their life has too many alternatives for people who don't want to be confident. And a lot of us fall into that group of categories of people who we just end up doing the alternatives and then while we're doing the alternatives we keep wishing that oh i wish i could be this person but you can in the interest of time in our in our show um what else would you say that you know would help somebody to become a little bit more confident as well i i think effective communication oh okay one, one of the biggest things we find troubling nowadays is poor communication because if feedback is not as expected how would you know what i meant what is the underlying message, message yeah. what i'm telling you okay i might mean to positively criticize your work with the intention of making you a better person okay maybe my my way of wording it i i may i may come across to you that i'm minimizing your, your efforts yeah exactly and that is a problem. I had good intentions, yeah. but I don't have the right language or the right approach to it. Mm-hmm. And it becomes a problem. And sometimes you can change the energy around you. Yeah, You can always reach out to people and say, hey, give me your honest opinion about this. Yeah. Be open to criticism. There's no perfect world. Accept these changes. You know, that's, that's the only thing that is constant in life, change. Yeah. So, but the only thing is try to identify the difference between a positive feedback mm-hmm. and a negative one and make amends communication is key yeah another thing also and and this brings me to the point and I'm and I'm going to lean a little bit I'm not guys you guys know I'm not so much into religion I'm more of a spiritual thinker but it would take me into the the thought process that you mentioned 90% of what we have on our body I don't want to say 90% 1000% of what we have in our bodies is is something that was just bestowed upon us nothing I didn't I didn't wake up and create my nose I didn't I didn't if I had to create a body for myself I'll probably still be doing this today some people are biological biologically gifted I don't see that as it should make you more confident than me because I'm not as handsome as you I think most people fundamentally value themselves at a discount i'm not cute enough i'm not handsome enough but confidence in my opinion comes from those people who realize that okay they might be looking for a pretty face i don't have that but what else might they need outside of a pretty face that i can be of value to them are you getting my point yes okay so i don't get in because i'm pretty but I have other things that I can provide. So now, when they tell you no, you can realize that if I was sitting in this spot, I would tell myself no because the qualities that I needed, I know for a fact that I don't have it. My abilities is not going to give them the result that they want. And it goes back to that being honest with you, with yourself. Okay, then now, what are my abilities that I'm good for? Okay, cool. I can ride a bike. Okay, let me find people who need someone who will ride a bike what can i do i can mow bricks i can sell this i could do this let me find a place where my abilities fit and i think those are the things where it helps to bring build confidence and then 
and and we'll close with this i i uh Chika, thank you so much for joining me i really appreciate it and i'm honored to be here yeah i um i went to barbados at one point and i met someone who had been uh tiger woods uh I don't know if it was his caddy or something, but he has something to do with Tiger Woods. And he gave me a quote, which I'm going to leave with you and it stuck with me for a long time. The guy was teaching me golf and and I kept swinging so hard. And he said to me, he said, golf is really not strength, you know? He said, golf is not strength. He said, the ball doesn't go far because of how hard you swing. So the ball goes far based on a club that you use. He said, so you have to know what club and and what range you want the ball to go to based on the club and i said that was that was interesting so that was the first time i got to realize that okay the idea of just thinking golf is a boring game is because i had no knowledge of it and now i'm getting some knowledge and then he said something which i'm going to leave to you guys in closing he said you exercise for confidence you practice for consistency and then you play the game for fun and i want to leave you guys with that because Whenever you become confident in anything that you want to do, you start to realize that results are not so much something that you focus on. Your ability is what you focus on because with results, once they're done, you can't change them, but you can modify your ability to make sure that every aspect of you that went wrong, you can fix it so as to get the results that you want. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, GK, for coming over to the show. Uh, as you guys always know, my goal is to get you guys to actually think positively, forget the norms, choose the things that help you grow, choose leave the ones that don't help you grow, and build yourself to a platform where you, you can be your only judge and accept yourself for who you are. Until next time, take care of yourselves and have a great day. Peace. For more information or to get in contact with our host, visit our website, www.forgetnorms.com